Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the ShepherdCast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our weekly sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. Now, if you like what you hear, and you're able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship experience at sotvchurch.com slash worship. In case you're curious what the readings are for this Sunday, or you would like to follow along in your Bible, we will be taking a look at the readings listed in our show notes for today's episode. Also, when we read our readings, those come out of the NRSV translation of the Bible. So, without further ado, here's this week's readings read by our lay reader, followed by the Gospel and Sermon by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson. Good morning. Our first lesson this morning comes from Jeremiah, 23rd chapter. Am I a a God nearby, says the Lord, and not a God far off? Who can hide in secret places so that I cannot see them, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? I have heard what the prophets have said, who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long? Will the hearts of the prophets ever turn back? those who prophesy lies and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart. They plan to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, just as their ancestors forgot my name for Baal. Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let the one who has my word speak my word faithfully. What has straw in common with wheat, says the Lord, Is not my word like fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces? The word of the Lord. Our psalmist this morning, and we shall read responsibly Psalm 82. God stands to charge the divine council assembled, giving judgment in the midst of the gods. Save the weak and the orphan. Defend the humble and needy. Rescue the weak and the poor. Deliver them from the power of the They do not know, neither do they understand. They wander in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Nevertheless, you shall die like mortals and fall like any prince. Second lesson this morning is from Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely 
and let us run with perseverance that race that is set before us. Look to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of joy that is set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary of loose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood, and you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as children. My child, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, or those, or who, oh, or lose, or lose heart when you are punished by him. For the Lord dis disciplines those whom he loves and chastises every child whom he accepts. Endure trials for the sake of discipline. God is treating you as children. For what child is there who a parent does not discipline? If you do not have that discipline in which all children share, then you are illeg illegitimate and not his children. Moreover, we had, human, we had human parents to discipline us, and we respected them. Should we be, should not be even more willing to be subject to the Father of Spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as seemed best to them, but to discipline us for our good in order that we may share his holiness. Now, discipline always seems painful rather than pleasant at the time. But later it yields a peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lifting your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees and make straight paths for your feet so, it is, so that what is lame may not be put out of joint but rather be healed. The word of the Lord. The gospel reading this morning is, is taken from Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I came to bring fire to the earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism which, with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two and two against three. They will be divided. Father against son and son against father. Mother against daughter and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it is going to rain, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to in, in, interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ.
Yeah, I'm Joe Slobotnik. Don't mind if I take some batting practice while I talk with you. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, Mike Clevenger and I used to be uh, teammates before. How'd you know? Um, well, anyway, good to be on a contending club, you know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, it, it's been rough uh, this past week, especially going to New York. Boy, I tell you, uh, didn't appreciate being swept uh, by the Mets there. Well, I tell you, though, it's kind of nice. Maybe we should bring back that relish the cat, you know. Uh, it was good, good luck for us. Now, I'm not superstitious. Don't get me wrong there. But uh, sometimes you just kind of need an extra boost, you know what I mean. Well, you know, like I was, for example, I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he's one of those uh, Christian athletes. Now, now, don't hold that against him. He's actually a nice guy, you know what I mean? Well, anyhow, uh, he was saying that what we've been going through lately is just like uh, what was written in that book of Hebrews. Now, I, I don't know much, but I do know that the Bible was written a whole lot earlier than baseball being invented. So I asked him, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you know, take, for example, being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. He says, people back then got their inspiration by looking at people in their uh, hall of fame of faith, you know, people like Abraham or David or Moses. Uh, and uh, it was their inspiration, realizing that they were carrying on the faith. And uh, just kind of like with us. You know, you look at Progressive Field, for example, you see all those names of those Indians greats, like Lou Boudreau, or Bob Lemon, or Mel Harder, uh, Larry Doby, you know, people that inspired us to play the game, to play it right. He said that's the same thing, is that we look to our inspiration to, to get that game and to play the best that we possibly can. Now, it's also another cloud of witness, too, is people. Uh, you know, they look at you because they know your stats. They know your bang average, fielding percentage, things like that. Said, uh, you know, uh, they're trying to see if whether you're a fake or a phony. And so... Uh, it's a matter of being real. He said also, too, it's a matter of realizing that uh, those players, even though they made a great contribution individually, they're playing for a team. And that's important, too, to understand that this great cloud of witnesses also includes your teammates. It's important uh, to play as a team, whether you're playing baseball, or uh, you're at work, uh, or whether you're at church. Got to play together, got to work together or for things to come out right. That's one of the things I like about playing for Tito is that utility players like me, 
get a chance to contribute, you know, that's, that's important. And uh, it makes you feel a part of things. Now, my friend was talking a little bit also about, you know, things like bang practice, like right now. Thing is, he says it's like that proverb, uh, proverb that was quoted in Hebrews. He says, don't regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. So you've got to get your fundamentals down, and that's important for a utility player like me to get those fundamentals down uh, so that I can play the game because you never know what you're going to be doing. I might be a pinch hitter today or a pinch runner. I might be a defensive sub. Uh, you just never know what, uh, what's going to happen in the game-to-game -game situations. And so you've got to practice. And you know, my friend was saying, you know, it's kind of like what Jesus said, that he came to bring fire upon the earth. Now, Jesus might have been talking about that Pentecost event where tongues of flame came upon the apostles. But he said he wanted people to have that passion uh, for what he was teaching and doing. It's kind of like the same thing with uh, Tito. Sometimes he uh, gets us uh, and we have to light a fire under our butts, if you know what I mean, to get us to play with that kind of passion that's needed, especially uh, in the playoff stretch. It's important uh, to do that. Now, I told my friend, sounded kind of harsh, really, when you get right down to it. Said so the other day, I was uh, playing, and uh, I made an error, and it was a beaut, and it led in a few runs. And boy, I tell you, it was in that uh, New York series uh, with the Mets, and ugh, it, that game got ugly real fast. And so uh, after the inning, uh, I sat down, and ugh, you know, Tito's coming up to me, and I thought, I am going to get reamed, let me tell you. And uh, you know what? He just said, uh, don't worry about it. We'll get it back. And if we don't, we'll get it back the next game. I was really kind of surprised about that. Anyway, um, my friend was saying, well, you know, that's kind of what grace is all about. And that's what the guy for, wrote Hebrews was talking about, too. Don't let every weight and sin cling so closely. Sometimes we can just dwell on our faults, on our errors, and all the bad things that we have done. But God takes it for the good. And God makes us better, above all. God forgives us our sins a lot more than what Tito does with errors, let me tell you. Now, he said also, too, kind of reminded him of what uh, some German theologian uh, some years back uh, said. I think he said the guy's name was Martin Luther. Anyway, he said something like, Sin boldly, but believe in Christ more boldly still. Again, don't let that sin cling so closely, you know. Uh, it's a matter of uh, not being afraid of doing what is right and making a mistake. It's rather getting out there uh, and knowing that 
you're forgiven if you do make a mistake, but it's believing that Christ is there in love. I had to think about that for a moment. And I said, well, you know, love is good and everything else, but it doesn't win ball games. I said, take for example, now, Jesus might have been uh, all good and everything else, but, uh, and all love, but uh, he didn't have to face the Mets for three games and get swept. He didn't face any adversity like that. He didn't face uh, the Astros starting rotation, you know? And my friend said, <laughs> you couldn't be more dead wrong. And I said, what do you mean? He said, look, Jesus died on the cross to give us that grace, to give us that forgiveness, to give us that hope. He said, uh, this is what uh, the guy in Hebrews was talking about. You know, uh, Jesus was the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. That Jesus was one who shed his blood for us. That's how much he loved us. Again, I had to think about that for a moment. I kind of felt a little embarrassed because, after all, I didn't shed my blood for anybody. Huh. And he talked about, again, about that pioneer and perfecter. And, you know, it kind of made sense to me. You know, it's like Jesus was there, and he was this perfect power hitter, you know, that almost every time he came up to the plate, boom, that ball was going to carry uh, over the fence into Souvenir City, as they say. But instead of doing that, he lays down this perfect bunt, you see, perfect sacrifice, and brings in the winning run by letting the other team throw him out. He could have all the endorsements, he could pad his stats, but instead, he lays down a sacrifice for the good of the team. My friend said, well, that's kinda it, but there's a little more to it than that. It was uh, this thing about Jesus being a pioneer. Jesus blazing a trail for us to follow. Uh, it is the sense of being complete, uh, of being finished, as the sense of being perfect or perfected. Uh, it's kind of like what Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. This is what uh, the guy in Hebrews was getting at. Hmm. Well, I got to get back. I got to get uh, into uh, uniforms for today and that sort of thing. But uh, good talking to you. Kind of like baseball. You know, as a utility player like me, don't know what I'm going to be doing today, what Tito's going to ask me to do. But as my friend was saying, it's kind of like what we Christians are about, too. 
because each of us doesn't know what God is calling us to do each and every day. Something to think about as I ride the pine today. You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile program, where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.